This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Customs and Border Protection pledges to boost hiring of women to 30% by 2030. The Census Bureau count of cyber attacks against the Census Bureau numbers in the trillions. And FEMA's efforts to combat workplace discrimination and harassment not quite firing on all cylinders. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Friday, October 21st, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Customs and Border Protection is pledging to increase the number of women in its ranks. CBP announced its commitment to the 30 by 30 initiative this week. The agency's goal is to reach 30% of women in its recruit classes by 2030. CBP says it's the first agency in the Department of Homeland Security to join the pledge. Women make up about 21% of CBP's total staff and just 18% of those hired for frontline entry-level positions, according to a report to Congress in 2021. Rates of suicide across the military have shown a decrease in the past 18 months after a service-wide effort to address mental health problems and remove the stigma of seeking help. The Air Force and Marine Corps saw drops of about 30% in suicides last year, and the Army saw a similar drop in the first half of this year, according to a new report from the Pentagon. The Navy, Air Force, and Marine Corps all had slightly higher suicide rates in the first half of this year, casting doubt on whether there is a clear downward trend. Federal workforce engagement steadied a bit, according to the latest edition of the Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey, or FEVS. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. After a couple tumultuous years following the COVID-19 pandemic, results from the 2022 FEVS show a government-wide employee engagement score of 71%. The score is the same as it was last year, but a 1% drop compared with 2020. The FEVs, conducted annually by the Office of Personnel Management, had a 35% response rate this year, down nearly 10% from 2020. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Vendors get their first look at the next government-wide mega-IT services contract from GSA. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The draft solicitation for the Alliant 3 government-wide acquisition contract is following a similar path as its predecessors. GSA released its initial thinking about the next version of this highly popular contract yesterday. The Draft Alliance 3 solicitation would continue to follow the Federal Enterprise Architecture Framework, as well as the DoD Enterprise Architecture Framework, to serve as the basis for the services and technologies included on the contract. One main difference, however, is GSA is using its authority not to have a dollar ceiling on the main contract or on task orders. Comments on the draft RFP are due by January 6th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Census Bureau survived more than 2.1 trillion, with a T, cyber attacks. During the first six months, the online response system went into production in 2020. Skip Bailey, the Census Deputy Chief Information Officer, says the last decennial count repelled all attacks and lost no data. Now Census is planning on moving five systems to the cloud as it prepares for the 2030 count. These systems are focused on the Bureau's key mission of collecting, analyzing, and disseminating information about people and the U.S. economy. 
The Federal Emergency Management Agency is trying to mitigate ongoing workplace discrimination and harassment issues, but it's not quite firing on all cylinders. Although FEMA mandates anti-harassment training for its employees, the training does not fully explain how to file a discrimination complaint. The Government Accountability Office says the training only addresses discrimination in office settings, even though many FEMA employees work in field locations. GAO recommends that along with updating its training, FEMA should ensure employees who make harassment claims hear back if corrective action is actually taken. A Social Security Administration union seeks emergency funding from Congress to rebuild its depleted workforce. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The American Federation of Federal Employees Council 220 is asking Congress for $16.5 billion in emergency funding to support SSA for the rest of fiscal 2023. More than half the funding would go toward hiring more employees. The agency's 60,000 employee workforce is at a 25-year low and has 4,000 fewer employees than it did a decade ago. The union also seeks a more flexible telework policy on the grounds that employees are more productive working from home. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. Agencies may get some relief on an upcoming digital records deadline. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The National Archives is proposing an 18-month extension for agencies to transition to full electronic record keeping. The deadline is currently the end of this calendar year, but that goal has been tripped up by COVID-19 and other challenges. U.S. Chief Records Officer Lawrence Brewer. We're hopeful that we'll be able to issue a revised memo that extends the targets and keeps the goals in place so that we can continue doing the good work that we've been doing for the last several years. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Seven agency watchdogs are flagging workforce issues as a common hurdle for federal agencies responding to natural disasters. A review of IG reports on natural disasters since June 2015 shows that a lack of skilled federal response staff came up in 40% of them. The review was led by the Council of the Inspectors General on Integrity and Efficiency's Disaster Assistance Working Group. The review also found that short staffing at FEMA reduced its ability to detect fraud. The Pentagon will increase protections for service members and their dependents who seek abortions, The new policy sets guidelines to prohibit local commanders from restricting or influencing decisions about access to reproductive health care for troops in their chain of command. It also affirmed the policy of allowing travel for access to abortion services. After a Supreme Court decision in June that opened the door for states to pass their own abortion laws, the Pentagon is allowing service members to take medical leave to travel for abortions. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Friday, October 21st, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. 
Your story. It lives in River City. Where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel. Where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another. Where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha. Told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.